for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Just realized my audio levels were low, but we got it. Um, first off, uh, sorry for the uh, little delay, guys. I've been, uh, as most of you know, I've been uh, down in Florida helping out my parents with our current situation. And uh, last week, it was just really hard to get some podcasts going. But this week, we are back, and I'm excited to be back. So thank you all for uh, sticking around. But uh, today we got a very special guest. We got returning guest. Uh, what is it? Three times now, Kelsey, I think. Three or four. Yeah, it's been a few. Three or four. Yeah, uh, we got Kelsey Bovey. How's it going today, Kelsey? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's it's Sunday morning and, you know, it's it's the start of a brand new week. So I'm excited. But um first off, uh, once again, thank you for joining us. I'm really excited to sit down and talk to you about your new single that we've rescheduled this podcast so many times when did when did the single originally drop at this point um so it came out with an ep which well i found me which was the single came out um but the second of april okay okay so your xoxo is the ep I was a little thrown off because on Spotify, it was referring to it as a single and it had three tracks. And then me and my buddy had a debate about the difference between an EP and a long single. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to go with what Spotify says. And Yeah, I think my difference the three songs is more like an extended single, but um, it was supposed to be an EP, but it's not a single. I think if I had four songs on there, then it would be the ep <laughs> gotcha gotcha um uh, but before we kind of jump into all or everything you got going on there with the new ep uh xoxo and all that fun stuff how are things going in the uk um they're getting so much better i mean obviously now we've got our vaccine program in place um things are starting to move along a bit faster than we all hoped um uh yeah i think it's just like nightclub social distancing um and all that kind of stuff is just what's left to return. But mm. we've got restaurants, um, cinemas, theatres, all that's open at the moment, which is amazing. Good to get the arts back up and running again. Um, gigs, I think we can start doing some indoors now, um, which is really amazing and is a great step forward in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I think it's the 21st of June. They're hoping to open everything up again, but um, there's been rumours of some delay of that. So just got to keep fingers crossed. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, has there been any this or have you started looking at booking shows or is it, it's all still just very. Um, yeah, I have started looking at a few. I've got quite a few festivals coming up in August, which would be really exciting. Um, I start, I need to start booking more in for recent times. Cause I, I, I don't think anyone really expected it to happen so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm, my job for tomorrow is to start looking at that and moving forward with everything, which is really, really exciting. But people are booking. I think they were hesitant at the start. Yeah. Um, 
obviously trying to understand all the new rules and what people feel most comfortable with. But yeah, I've seen a few um, pictures of my friends in the UK country scene um, playing gigs again indoors, which is amazing. So it's good to see again. Yeah. I think all across the board with this whole pandemic and stuff, a lot of people are really surprised how quickly everything just kind of turned. Cause I know for me and like my day job, we weren't expecting to go back into the office until January. Like we ex fully expected to lose another year in the office. And then our, like the big, big manager sent out a company wide video saying, Hey, be prepared to be in back in the office by September 7th. And it's like, Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. so just one of those things where it, it flipped just like that and we got a random video 90 days out on a, yeah. on a Friday. So <laughs> it, it, it happens. So, uh, but, you know, I'm excited with the fact that everything's kind of starting to open back up and it looks like we're going to have some sort of a normal summer, I guess. So, I mean, in May this year, the weather has been horrible. <laughs> so, um, we're hoping in June we're going to have some more sunny weather, but um, it's, I guess it's kind of good that we've been in lockdown a little bit, so we don't have to deal with the weather. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so other than the uh, new EP dropping, uh, is there uh, anything else new and exciting going on in your world? Um, little bits of pieces. I've signed a publishing deal. Okay. Oh, yes. I did remember seeing... <laughs> Yeah, with um, Centric Music, uh, which is really, really exciting and can't wait to start kind of doing stuff with those guys. There's so many different things, but like <laughs> when you get asked one question, it's like, oh my gosh, is there anything else? Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of the main thing for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, because it's like we talk every once in a while on social media, but it's been, I don't, we, I haven't had you on this year yet. It was I think it was last year, the last time I had you on. Uh, so like, it's just amazing over the course of six months, seven months, how much everything changes. So, um, but other than, so let's go ahead and jump into your new EP XOXO. Uh, what's the uh, kind of the story behind that? Um, well, this, these are kind of like a collection of songs that I wrote um, over the back end of lockdown. Um, there were a few mishaps with this EP behind the scenes, but will all be revealed soon. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be a four-track EP, and the lead single, Another Word, was not supposed to be on this EP. Um, I, this, this song was wrote especially for the EP, because <laughs> I needed a song. Um, basically, I found we had some um, distribution difficulties, because mm. um, that was going to be as a four-track EP. Um, we couldn't get it on the EP, which is really frustrating. But um, so we went with a three, and also there was supposed to be a new single on that EP, which we, which I really wanted to film a music video for, but due to the current circumstances, <laughs> that can't happen. So we're going to push that as a single later on in the year. Um, but yeah, there's been a few changes to this EP, but yeah, it's been really exciting, and I'm just like amazed how people have taken it. Um, but yeah, this is just a collection of songs that I've written over the course of the last six months. And I just feel like it represents such a story in so many different ways, which I really, really like. Gotcha, gotcha. So 
other than the one song that was specifically written for this EP, which you said was uh, Another World? Another World, yeah. How, how did you kind of go through the process of selecting originally the other three songs and then kind of cutting it or getting cut down to two? Uh, how did you kind of select the other songs on the EP? Um, well, the two songs are the ones that I was like the most, well, the three songs originally was ones that I was most proud of out of probably all the songs that I've ever written in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me to have that special connection and also with this being my third EP release, knowing kind of what my audience gravitate towards the most for me as a songwriter and as an artist, um, that was also a way of me knowing what to put on the EP, what my audience would like. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's always about telling a story. So what tells the story, what will relate to people the most? Um, obviously, spirit with being about mental health and stuff which is kind of like what I like to sing about quite a lot yeah. um in the UK country scene it felt appropriate to push it that way gotcha gotcha uh speaking of 30 percent 30 percent spirit it's early in the morning I'll, I'll get my tongue working here eventually um did you try something different with that song because I was listening to it and it it just feels a bit different than every other song that I've heard from you it wasn't intentionally I think I was just having a bad day and I just sat down like I just need to get this out okay and I kind of put the alcohol story with it and just kind of see what saw how it went um but I've never written a song with like a metaphor before so obviously 30% sphere is like a massive alcohol and mental health metaphor mm-hmm. and I've never written a song that's like surrounds a metaphor as much as this song has um, which I found really exciting. I think it's like it was a new technique and like new way of writing for me. I found mm-hmm. really exciting. Actually, writing that song was challenging um, in a way because it was something I've never done before. But it's also really interesting and exciting that I've found this new way of writing. And a lot of the songs that I've now written after I've written that song has kind of like surrounded that kind of writing style. Um, so that's been big step forward um but yeah I guess it was kind of like a well I wrote the song and then someone I heard uh, I played the song to someone else and they were like do you know it sounds like free by Lauren Elena and I was like I've I don't know who played the song I was like oh my gosh yes um, but it's so funny um, things can match up um but it wasn't intentional um but it was a new way of writing for me that I've never really delved into before, but I'm really glad that I did because it's kind of paved the way for the way that I like to write some songs now. So cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was listening to it and it just felt different and I couldn't put my finger on exactly why I thought it felt different. So cool. Um, so that that's the second song. And you said another world was the kind of primary song for yeah. this EP what what was it about that song or why was that the primary song um well this song was my personal favorite of the whole ep as in like it's a song that i would probably reach for first if another artist had released this ep mm. it's very different from my style as what people know me for it's not very kelsey um and it's more kind of like gabby barrett inspired like i hope the good ones those kind of songs um and i was just listening to hurry people a lot and i was just like this is so cool <laughs> like why are people not doing this more and i 
like I like to challenge myself sometimes to um, write songs in the style of so and so. So that was one of them, and I literally wrote it in forty-five minutes. I was literally on on a run, on a flow, um, just kind of like getting everything out, all my emotions out, and that's kind of how the song came to be. But it was so different to what I normally do, but it was really exciting because I've never done anything like it, and I. After I've written the song, I was like, "This is the song that has to go on the EP." Like uh, there was some, like I had two songs next to each other. I was like, "Which one do I do?" And then as soon as I wrote that one, I was like, "No, it needs to be that one." <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. And uh, you you kind of mentioned wanting to do a music video for the fourth song that didn't end up making it. Is there any other uh, song on this track list that you're possibly looking at doing a music video for, or have you already started? Um, no, I mean, that was the only song that we were planning for. I think it will make a lot of sense for the songs that because this song is a duet with someone who a lot of people in my UK country scene know of very well. And um, I think the song, you know, when a song just like needs that visual to go with yeah. it. Um, I mean, like I do quite a lot of lyric videos for my songs. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I really like visuals, and I feel like people really gravitate towards them. But this song just couldn't <laughs> have one. I think just like watching the story as it's happening, it, it's just so crucial for the song because it's really visual. It's very emotion heavy, um, and to have the story along with it, it's kind of like a little film thing, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it that visual. Um, to go with it but though all of the other songs would be amazing with a music video but this was the one song that like I, I don't feel comfortable actually putting it out without one so gotcha. yeah gotcha and um I, I know the uh kind of the behind the scenes turmoil that happened or the mishaps in the production you said you'll kind of talk about that later um but what was it like being that this was a song that was, these were a set of songs that were written, recorded, produced, you know, everything throughout this pandemic. Like now we're finally really starting to get to that point where a lot of musicians are releasing music that they've released or that they, that like the entire incubation period has been through the pandemic. Uh, what, what was that? Where, or what was that process like, like just being stuck at home, you know, um yeah like what was it kind of like just knowing that yeah i'm I'm sorry i'm kind of rambling here uh but what was the process like just creating throughout the entire pandemic for you i mean it gave me a time and a space that i feel like in in a songwriter's day to day lives sometimes they've got jobs i was put on furlough for my as an artist side of things as well getting all like the net um like the things you need to do done like i i set up my website mm. a mail list um, got branding sorted um so many different things that just needed to happen but like i just didn't have the time to do it so it, it gave me a time to be creative um and as for a writing perspective it gave me a lot of time to write but the one thing i with with writing and creating and the pandemic was finding inspiration from yep. things. I mean, 
30% spirit was a bit different because there was inspiration because I think everyone feels the same way about their mental health during the pandemic yeah. affected everyone so vastly. Um, so that one was quite right. But I think all the others I've kind of had to like break the bottom of the barrel to like try and find inspiration from yeah. somewhere. I mean, and being in a time when your mental health is quite bad in a pandemic, finding inspiration in a bad mental health state isn't always the easiest. Um, so that's another thing as well. But yeah, I mean, it gave me time to write, create, but I'm also quite grateful for that as well, but also because it gave me a chance to try out um, live streaming and which is how I've got quite a lot of my following now, which, um, so. Yeah, you know, you, you brought up live streaming. It's really interesting that there, I, I've talked to several musicians that they started like really pursuing their musical career during the pandemic. And it's going to be a year, year and a half. And these mu musicians that have been playing for a good 12, 18 months, writing songs, recording, they've been doing the live streaming and all that stuff. And so they can like, I mean, given the circumstances, we can, they can call themselves like they're doing, taking music professionally, seriously, but they've never played like a in-person live show just because of the circumstances and all that stuff. So like, uh, how, how, first off, have you played any shows since the pandemic started, like live in-person shows? Because I know there are a couple of points there where things were kind of open, but not really. I played one in October, but other than that, it was all before the pandemic. Gotcha. Because I, I, I remember the there was a point there where the, the UK just in general was kind of open, and then you guys went back into like serious, serious lockdown. Yeah, I mean, that, that hit quite hard because obviously like you got a taste of freedom and then got shut down. But obviously it's necessary for like the safety of everyone. That's an important thing in this whole um but just to have that one show and then like i think they were trialing um doing lockdown for like a month and just seeing how it went because the cases shot back up after like all the not like the live gigging but like obviously the restaurants inside and traveling and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah <laughs> gotcha gotcha um <laughs> what's not now that we're kind of starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, uh, what excites you most about getting back out there to play live shows? Um, I think the buzz for it, I think because everyone's been like trapped inside for so long, everyone's taken live music for granted, I think. And I think when finally people get out there and actually do the live music, not only the performer, but the audience are really going to love it because they haven't experienced that buzz in so long. And I think there's just going to be a massive like boom of gigs coming up yeah. and people are just, like not going to know which one to go to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I think the country especially like, really needs it at the moment. I mean, we've all been like sat down writing songs and I think just to finally get back out there what we love and obviously have an audience that really, really enjoys it and connects with it. Um, will be so important and i think that everyone just needs it now yeah absolutely it's uh because i know here in the the states everything like we're starting to see more shows pop up which is really exciting but the last show that i went to there was still like a weird 
boundary issue. Like you had some people that were cool with being right next to you. And then you had some people that were just like, no, you stay six to 10 feet away from me. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't, you know, all that stuff. So it was just kind of like a weird mixed emotion of, am I okay? Am I not okay? Do I just stay here? Do I, you know, so hopefully as time goes, it just like the whole social aspect of how do I act around strangers now? Like normally it's just kind of very natural, but now it's just like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? And as you're kind of moving backwards from them, you know, so it'll be interesting kind of moving forward and see how long it kind of takes for everyone to, get comfortable around everyone again yeah you can definitely see that even in like supermarkets and stuff like you can just definitely like see that um vibe happening you're like are you too close you're not too close are you comfortable you're not <laughs> like yeah the whole like how they feel how comfortable are they how comfortable or not am i um in this situation so there's so many like different things to think about but i think hopefully once it becomes a bit no- more normal again people will try and understand that I think I don't think it will like change overnight I think people will still have the boundaries and I think masks might be like a thing for quite a while for some people because they don't feel so comfortable or even if like someone's ill they might wear a mask out yeah um so many different things but I don't think it will change overnight but no where it's more comfortable yeah because I mean I know I there like I mean the mask thing has been common for people that have been sick for a yeah. long time and it's just now it's just kind of hit the mainstream if you will um which is a really weird way to phrase it but you know whatever oh uh, so i i agree with you like i think the mass thing there's still going to be a portion of the population that are still going to wear masks and you know it's just going to come become every part of or part of everyday life at this point moving forward so um so for XOXO, that's a, a three-song EP. What's kind of the plan moving forward with it? Are you looking at like a full length or do you kind of like, I mean, I know you mentioned that you're going to drop the fourth song as a single, but just kind of moving forward, are you looking at like a full length album or do you kind of like staying in the EPs? What's kind of the plan? Um, I think the singles at the moment, I mean, there's like a massive request for that. Um, I'm kind of comfortable with how things are going at the moment. Um, I think people just love this being released and to release that as often as I possibly can without like oversaturating it, then making sure the quality is as good as it can be. Um, But with the fourth song that I was going to release on the EP, I was going to release that next. Um, But the plan was that um, we were going to go to America, to L.A., to film the music video nice. <laughs> would really be like amazing um but due to the travel restrictions I can't do that unfortunately so i think we're gonna have to release it next year but i think the song won't die out because i think the style of the song is like as being like gonna change um it's very like you know Lorna laying on the ground thinking not thinking about you what's the song what um, that's the kind of song that we're the vibe that we're going for for the song and for the music video. Um, so keeping our fingers crossed that we can actually, but um, yeah, it'll be um, amazing when we can actually go out to LA and actually film it. So nice, yeah. It you know it's 
I, I've started seeing some people starting to travel internationally, but like it's this whole thing and you gotta, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not easy to get to and from the United States. Yeah. At least at the moment. Yeah. So. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully you get, like, I mean, oh, hopefully you can get over here to produce that music video and, yeah, you know, and get out to LA and do that because you know LA is a cool city. I have you been to LA before? Never. No. Really, we're gonna go. I think it was the twentieth of June. We were we were gonna fly out. Um, so it's gonna be next month, about a month away. So I'm gutted, but obviously, yeah. and like the restrictions in place makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Have you, you've been to Nashville though, right? No, you've never. Have you ever been stateside? Um, my uncle lives in Canada, um, okay. but like the south of Canada. So we, I think we traveled to Seattle for like one day and that was it. Yeah. That's the only America I've ever had. Gotcha. Um, thing, so I literally cannot wait to go. Um, and I think I'd absolutely love it. So yeah. your, your story sounds like my story going to Canada, um, uh, like about 15, 16, no, actually it's probably almost 20 years ago at this point. Uh, my dad was working in Detroit and this was pre nine 11. So it was like easier to travel uh, back and forth uh, to Canada. Like we didn't need passports and all that stuff. And uh, so my dad was like, Hey, why don't you come to uh, come to Detroit? Uh, me, my mom and my sister, we came up to Detroit, we hung out and he's like, Hey, one night he was like, Hey, let's go have dinner in Canada. And so we went across the border. We went and had dinner in Canada and we were the, the city that's uh, right across from Detroit. It was just kind of like, Oh, this is Canada. Like it just felt like we were in another city in America. Cause it was just like so close to the border. It, yeah. So it, it was really kind of a funny and interesting story. So, um, but yeah, no, I, hopefully uh, you'll get to make it out to LA and shoot the music video here within the next year. Like we'll, we'll put a year on it. Um, and then uh, we're really excited to hear all the new single that's coming out. Do you have a release date for that yet? Or is it still kind of um, in works? I'm recording it early next month. Okay. Um, we're actually trying to pick which before. So I'm yeah. running out, but yeah, we'll get there. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, one other thing that I want to touch on before we start wrapping it up, uh, you were like you'd mentioned, you originally had four songs for this sing or for this EP. Uh, how many songs had you were you picking from when you were starting to put together this concept for this EP, or was it just the four songs and that was it? Yes, technically, it was five. I found me on this other song. Mm-hmm. Because originally it was supposed to be, I found me, told me the truth, 30% spirit and this other song. Um, but then we had some distribution issues with I found me. Um, basically, it just wasn't showing like I couldn't upload it to the EP. It was just some random issue that was going on and like needed to be fixed, but it just wasn't <laughs> yeah. rating. So unfortunately, we couldn't have that on the EP because with all my other EPs, it's always been the lead single and the single's always been on that EP. But this time it's been different. Um, and then obviously the um, thing with um, the other song with music video um, and then I really wanted to release the EP because obviously I could have done like two singles at different times or like put it on like a B-side kind of thing but yeah. I, I felt like I really needed that EP 
Um, so obviously we had those 30% Spirit and Told Me The Truth and I needed another song. And I wrote another song which is called Vinyl, um, which I'll probably play like live shows sometimes. Um, mm. And another word, um, which is the one that ended up being on the EP. Um, I literally just wrote one evening with that whole Gabby Barrett style, um, fell in love with it. And I was like, this, this is the one, I need to do this now. Yeah. But yeah, it was quite interesting. I mean, I had like loads of other songs that I've written that could have been on the EP, but I, think I just knew what songs were the best, which were next the best. Um, and I just went with my gut and I was like, these are the ones. Because sometimes I do struggle and I get a bit indecisive. I'm like, what about this one? What about this one? But like, I just kind of like felt this was right. Uh, so is this for XOXO, is it just a hundred percent digital distribution or are you looking at doing like CDs and stuff like that? Or, well... I will look at do, doing CDs. I do have CDs for the first two EPs, um, but I usually get CDs for the live shows. So once they start opening up, I'll order some CDs in and obviously then I can distribute them out to whoever would like them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, uh, one other thing that I, one last thing real quick. Was it hard for you to release music? No, because I, I talked to a lot of musicians that uh, they kind of audition their songs at live shows to see what the crowd likes. W was it hard for you to kind of go through that process of releasing music, knowing these are songs that nobody's ever heard or had you played them on your live streams previously? I've played them on live streams. I played 30% Sphere and told me the truth on live streams, both of them went down really well, but another word was one that no one has ever heard until I released it. Okay. Um, not, not really any reason for it, just kind of because it, I was in such a rush to actually record the final song for the EP. I've just never actually like had the chance to play it live. But I did kind of like a live stream with Boots of Europe on Instagram, mm -hmm. and I, I went through all the three songs after they were, were released, and a lot of people were saying that that song was their favorite. So I guess it was quite a uh, move to push like a lead single song that no one's ever heard before, like life. Yeah. I was right. I, okay. Completely understood. Um, so if people want to check out the new EP or they want to check out any of your other music and uh, stuff you got going on, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? My social media is just at Kelsey of UK on everything. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, um, just Kelsey Bovey. Um, or you can check out my website, www.kelseybovey.com. There's all kind of like up here, if you can see it. I don't really know if you can. <laughs> That's kind of like my live stream setup, so people can just like see it in the back. Gotcha. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, once again, it was an absolute blast chatting with you. I really always love when you come on because it's uh always just so you know it you once you kind of get through that original interview like we have a certain set of questions where it's like get to know you type stuff and then when you come back for the second and third and fourth interview it's always different and it's entertaining because you know i can't ask you the <laughs> traditional questions i guess you know um but once again i want to thank you so much for jumping on the podcast really appreciate it you're welcome back anytime um is there any last words that you want to leave for the young musicians that are out there or any piece of advice? Um, main thing is just be yourself, stick to your gut and do what makes you happy. That's my three things. I think they're really important to live by. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much. 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you guys later.